Hey guys, I guess this is the uh, the first episode of the podcast I'm trying to start. Um, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, if it goes anywhere, uh, I'm not not really knowing what to expect at this point. But uh, I thought I might as well just start one and and see what happens. Um, just because I'm I'm passionate about uh, my beliefs and talking about politics is something I enjoy doing and. I'm a Christian as well, so I thought maybe uh, it'd be good to discuss um, things that happen in politics, things that happen in our in our uh, society from a biblical perspective and from just a just yeah, just from that perspective. I think that that'd be a good way to to do this podcast. Um, so I guess I want to just state the mission of this of this podcast. Really, it's it's to provide a conservative, uh, biblical perspective on the current situations or the current um, political climate in American society and um, just throughout the world or around the world. Um. So I guess I guess the uh, the structure of of the podcast. So each episode, I'm gonna talk about a certain topic, certain um, certain just it can be a piece of news, it can be a certain uh, it can be policy, it can be uh, something like uh, abortion, it can be something like um, capitalism, socialism, uh, just things I'm I'm I find intriguing to talk about and I think that need to be addressed especially in my in my generation um I'm 18 so I'm definitely younger um and I feel like a lot of kids my age they don't they don't really have a firm understanding of what they believe they kind of pick a side left or right and they and they and they just hold on to that without without knowing really what drives those beliefs and really why they believe it. So for instance, a lot of kids just hate our president and they don't really, they can't really give reasons why uh, Trump is a racist, why Trump is a uh, homophobe, why he's a bigot. They can't really give examples. They they just say, oh, he's a, he's a racist. Well, why is he a racist? And most people, they can't even, they can't even give examples of that because Trump has done a lot for the black community. He's done a lot for minorities in general, he's done a lot for the economy, and that's in turn helped minorities. Um, but they don't really know that. Kids our age don't really know that because they just hear Trump is bad, and that's what they believe. And the same can be said about kids on the right, kids that claim to be conservatives. You can trick, you can claim to be pro-Trump, and you might not know anything about about his policies, about what he stands for. You you just hear Trump, and you're like, yeah, Trump. Because your family is conservative, but you don't really know what drives your beliefs. You don't really know. You can't really back back it up without with uh, with any evidence or any statistics that that um, that um, really just strengthen your convictions. Um, so that that honestly used to be me. Like I was I was kind of like yeah I'm conservative, um, but I couldn't really tell you why I was conservative. I just said I just well. I would just side with any Republican uh, without researching things myself. And I think in our age, um, knowing what you believe is even more important uh, just because politics or politics in general is just becoming more hostile. Um, 
if you claim to be a conservative, you're just going to get a lot of hate, and that's fine. Um, but if you claim to be a conservative and you get a lot of hate and you don't really know why you're a conservative, you're going to, your, your beliefs are kind of going to fizzle out and that can be dangerous. Um, so that's why I think politics, knowing what you believe is just really important. So yeah, so the, uh, the outline of the podcast, um, I'll pick a topic, I'll talk about it for a little. And at the end, I'll answer one of your guys' questions. So on my Instagram account, I, I, um, asked for, or asked what topics should be addressed in this podcast. And one of the, uh, one of the answers was national debt. Uh, and I find that very interesting. So I'm going to, I'm going to address that later at the end of the episode. So, um, to start, I figured we'd talk about a, um, uh, political censorship. So this is something that's becoming, uh, really, increasingly prevalent in social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, PragerU, many of you, um, hopefully you know what PragerU Prager is. It's an organization that, um, a conservative organization founded by Dennis Prager, and it's a really good, um, really good source for just factual uh, news. That's, that's not really biased, it's just factual. Well, it's biased towards conservatism, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so recently, they they um, they got taken off of t- well, Twitter banned them from from their platform for posting a video about um, hydroxychloroquine. Um, there was this doctor that was that was talking about it, uh, talking about the benefits and how it's worked for her patients that have had COVID. And it was actually a bunch of doctors in D.C. that were filmed basically saying that hydroxychloroquine actually works and that they've used it for their patients. Um, this one lady in particular, she was filmed um, and she was basically calling out Fauci for for condemning the drug when it actually works. And she's calling out the media as well, um, saying that it actually works and that she's used it on, on all of her patients that have COVID and they've recovered. Um, there was this other doctor, not related to this, but there was another doctor that's been using uh, hydroxychloroquine for for 42 years on his patients that have had lupus and arthritis. So, so really, the drug actually works, and there, these are renowned doctors saying that it works, who have experience using the drug. Um, but Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram they deemed it necessary to to uh, to take down this this video and really any content that sides with advocating hydroxychloroquine. So that raises the question, why are they doing this? Well, um, basically the liberals have made this known essentially is that if your opinion doesn't fit with their agenda or their beliefs, they're going to tear you down as, as, as efficiently as possible, or they're going to try to anyway. Um, and that, that's really carried itself over to to social media censorship. Um, if you, and this is becoming like more and more prevalent on social media platforms. I've known or I've seen um, conservative accounts that have, they've basically been, their posts have been flagged for inaccurate information when it's in fact very accurate by independent fact checkers. And well, these independent fact checkers don't fact check any 
liberal media, they don't fact check any, really any belief or any content that sides with their own agenda. So yeah, so that's, that's the situation conservatives are facing on social media. Um, an organization as big as PragerU, which has 1.1 million followers on Instagram, they were taken down on Twitter. So the left is basically trying to silence any belief that that uh, doesn't side with theirs. So, like, this could happen to my account on Instagram. Um, I, I might be taken, like, in a few months, say, say Joe Biden wins the presidency. I feel like social media is, is going to become even more hostile than it already is. It's going to become even more biased than it already is. Um, just because um, that's being, um, or truth is being really just shunned or hidden by the left. Um, so I, I just thought that was, that was super interesting. Like a post basically saying that this drug works was taken down and not before it got over 20 million views though which is which is the fantastic thing uh so it was and then it was shared all over instagram i saw it all over instagram a lot of it was posted by a lot of people i know actually um so instagram was really trying to scramble to to hide this video and so was facebook um so that just shows you the censorship that's going on um on these platforms, uh, so they're just trying to silence truth, and that's what you have to be aware of. Um, you're not going to see the social media is be- just becoming so hostile and so biased that you're not really going to see a lot of conservative content anymore, just because that's it's just not advocated for. It's not uh, prevalent, as I would say. But I feel like people are starting to take a stand and hopefully people continue to take a stand against censorship and, and like PragerU. PragerU is doing a, um, a, um, a petition or they're trying to get people to sign a petition. They're going to send it to Facebook, I think, um, to really, um, say no to censorship. Like we have, we should have a voice too, not just these liberals that are posting on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so I don't think, I mean, it might do something. I don't think it will, honestly, because in the, at the end of the day, these are private corporations and they, they own their own platforms. Uh, so they can technically do whatever they want. Um, it doesn't make it right for them to silence beliefs that don't align with theirs. Um, personally, I think that's bad for business. And I think that's, that's just, it just shows that they're willing to silence beliefs, silence truth. Because they just want their own agenda to be carried out. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I just find that really interesting. Um, so I guess that's that's the uh, the uh, news topic of, of the day, <laughs> of the episode. Um, so on to, on to uh, national debt. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote, not quote, I'm going to say a startling uh, statistic that some of you probably don't know, if not most. Um, our nation is in over 20 trillion in debt right now. Uh, 20 trillion is a big number um, when you think about it. That's a really big number. Um, you might you might hear that and you're like, dang, that's how are we in that much debt? Well, it's from government spending, obviously, on policies, on on uh, yeah, just policies mainly. Um, so. 
some of that has come from small percentage really has come from the government stimulus uh, after the COVID shutdowns. Um, so that was that was a large amount of money, obviously, that was invested into our economy. So that kind of piled it on. But um, so, yeah, it's just it's just added up over the years, really, um, just from spending over the budget, over the national budget. So um, I wanted to talk about AOC's uh, Green New Deal. So AOC stands for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's a congresswoman. Um, she has a lot of wacko beliefs, in my opinion, and um, she says a lot of interesting stuff. Um, just overall, <laughs> an interesting person. Uh, so I just want to I just want to talk about the Green New Deal. So the Green New Deal is basically a proposition by AOC and by by others that um, that will essentially all this money will go to helping the environment um, and basically policies that uh, they deem necessary to be carried out in government um, in society. Um, so you guys will never guess what. <laughs> how much the Green New Deal would cost. So I have it up right here. This is actually a post by PragerU on, well, this was posted three three days ago, almost four, um, on their Instagram page. And it's, it's titled, The Cost of the Green New Deal in Perspective. So U.S. gross domestic product, 21 trillion. Current U.S. national debt, 22 trillion. Cost of the Green New Deal, $93 trillion. So... What is it? <laughs> That's a lot of money. And where is this money coming from? Well, it's coming from, one, the taxpayers. So they're going to tax you heavily for this. This is what Democrats believe in. They, they believe in, ta- in, in high taxes. They've made this quite obvious uh, in states like California. Um, so that's going to come from taxes. That's going to come from you. Your money is going to go to this uh, Green New Deal. Um, and... Yeah, it's gonna go to to help fund liberal policies. So, and then it's gonna pile on to the national debt, obviously. So, so not only will we be in twenty two trillion debt, but we're gonna be in twenty two trillion debt and what's whatever is left over from from taxing us, the cost of this of this so called green new, green new deal. Prigoryu um, says the green the green new deal would cost over four times the national debt. Remember that the next time someone tells you the U.S. can't afford it. So we, in fact, cannot afford this. Um, as a country, we cannot afford to spend $93 trillion right now, um, especially as we're $22 trillion in debt. That's just going to hurt our future generations because we have to pay this off. This is debt that we're borrowing. This is money that we're borrowing. We need to pay this off. Um, so that's really important uh, just to understand the Green New Deal and, why, and, it's, and the implications it would have if it was implemented, if this policy was, or this deal, or whatever they call it, whatever AOC calls it, was implemented. So, yeah, I think I posted this on my story. Not entirely sure. Um, so if, if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about, um, I have an Instagram account called Keep Our Rights. Um, I'm not advertising this, on, I promise. I'm just saying... <laughs> to avoid confusion, um, so, yeah, I think I might have posted, I'm not sure, it's gone now, so, 
anyways, so that's that's my opinion on the Green New Deal, and I could go on about national debt, uh, how we fix it. I'm really not sure. I think that's something I need to look into more. Um, so yeah, um, interesting times. <laughs> A lot of interesting uh, policies being advocated for. Uh, and it's, it's important to, to understand the implications of them and what they would mean if, if implemented. So, I guess concludes the uh, the first episode. That was really short. Um, yeah, almost 17 minutes. So, I don't know if it's going to be longer next time. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. But, um, but yeah. All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you liked it, uh, please share it. That would that would mean a lot to me. Uh, as I'm trying to just trying to grow this. Um, give me feedback if it's if you liked it. If uh, if you uh, thought I could do better in a certain area, please let me know in my DMs. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear your feedback, and I'd love to uh, make some changes and kind of make this a. Uh, a uh, working or a uh, solid podcast, uh, solid, reliable podcast. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you guys for listening. And um, yeah, thank you.